Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience continuing yep. some well-doing seek nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Great Luke, You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life. Nope. So many secrets in the vault. Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my. Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? Christ is the way, yep. never gonna win, nope. trying to make it to heaven, yep. get there by sin, nope. follow the commandments, yep. everybody got choices, I chose this walk so I keep on trotting, everybody got choices, choose the right path and nothing can stop us, everybody got choices, righteous life, devil don't like that, nah, everybody got choices, choose the right path and save your soul, never going back, no, 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 forward to the kingdom, yep. Yeah. 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Satan to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose I'm investing in penny stocks, they give me props Rapping, teaching, debating, unity While Satan trying to weaken the nation Cops in my community, kill us with every opportunity No justice or peace, the police get immunity Look, rubber bullets and riots when they gear up Asking where the love went, cause judgment is near us And kids rather pour up a foe and sip the syrup Than learn about how the black moors ruled in Europe We divided by economic material schism My people are serial victims of imperialism I tell the truth in the boot, boy my pen no lie They love the Hebrew Israelites, ask the N-O-I Let's pray, I pray, Abba yet how we rise I pray, for your grace and everything that you shall provide I pray, every day that you teach me how to strive to put my trust in you Cause in you is where the power lies My people are dead and pumped will come out of hide I pray, every day no excuses or alibis I pray, that every last one of these cowards die I pray all of this in the name of your Howard shot. Can't feed the flesh, don't need to stress, so I fast and I rest instead. Cold sweats in the bath, trying to grasp as I sat in bed. In my dream, I had a twin. He stabbed me to death and fled. Visions of a pale horse and a dragon with seven heads. Vagabond, Babylon, being watched by the Lord. Can't even stop by the store, cause on my block it's a war. Jehovah Witnesses don't even knock at my door, cause they know they fall doctrinal, get chopped by my sword. Yeah, I'm with the lyrical or the spiritual murder play. I see some raving this wolves leading the herd astray. My homie's mom's a tweaker. I watch him serve a yay. I'm numb to this game and the pain. I'm an inverted When the Messiah comes, sir, we gon' witness the sun purge. He coming back to judge every idle and dumb word. My team always moving in silence. We unheard. The elite want to converge on the elect in the one-third. I pray. Abba, Abba, yeah, how we rise. I pray for your grace and everything that you shall provide. I pray. Every day that you teach me how to strive to put my trust in you, cause in you is where the power lies. My people are dead and pump will come out of hide. I pray. Every day no excuses or alibis. I pray that every last one of these cowards die. I pray all of this in the name of your Howard shine. I pray you sing to the Lord a new song. Sing praise in the assembly of the righteous. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their bed. Let the high praise of God be on the mouths of the saints and a two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the demonic nation and punishment on those people. Divine their kings for change. If only I could spread my wings and fly away, I'd escape this place right away and be gone, vanished without a trace. It's where I stay. It ain't safe for kids to go out and play. No matter if it's night or day, you can be hit by a stray. So every morning when I awake, I pray for a brighter day. Don't know how much more darkness my eyes can take. Criminals populate the city. Crime is at its highest rate. Growing up, I was surrounded by a lot of hate. Through the tribulations, I acknowledge that. Yeah, I was great. Can't wait till he's finished the 
us and deliver us up out this place. Babylon the Great, better known as the United States, the place that was built off of oppressing an entire race. But when them tribes awake, we about this place. Every nation under the sun gonna be more shook than a violent quake. Let's get it right, Jake, so we can take our rightful place. The 12 gates reserved for us, our paradise awake. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, good morning. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHBK Presents Bible Talk. Uh, I am your teacher. Uh, my name is Mashaba. Um, one of the teachers with the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. Uh, welcome to our format. Uh, whether you might be joining us live um, at area code 646-668-2568, or if you might be joining, uh, uh, streaming live through uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, or you might be catching one of our archive shows, either on, on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, uh, Podcast Addict, or um, Apple iTunes um, Radio Podcasts also. Shalom, 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 and welcome, again, welcome. welcome. Um, kind of want to uh, uh, get into it. Um, well, you know what? This is something I, I, I want to say from yesterday. This is something I, I do want to start getting, getting into. Um, uh, sending, sending a, um, uh, trying to send out good, good, good vibes and, and, and a positive energy. Um, uh, I, I, on a prayer list. I'm going to start putting together put a, a prayer list uh, for people, um, knowing that the scripture says the prayer of righteous uh, availeth much, um, and that is during these times we were told by the by Christ Yahweh uh, to to watch as well as pray, um, and to esteem others better than yourself. Uh, if there's going to be any consolation. Um, in any any bowels of mercies uh, from the Most High in Christ, um, especially in these, these days that we're living in, and from Matthew chapter 24, verse 12 and 13, where Yahushua warned us that the love of men is going to wax cold, that there's going to be a lot of selfishness in these last days, a lot, a lot of just um, victimizing in these last days, and a forgiveness of the, the two greatest commandments. Love the Most High, love God with all your heart, all your soul, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. So, some I'm trying to incorporate, and, and it's not the top of the head, y'all. On top of the dome, it's, it's not really planned or whatever. But um, uh, just putting together a prayer list and again. Um, I'm gonna ask that that uh, prayers be sent up for the, um, the sister Becky. Uh, prayers be sent up for the sister Kiosha. Uh, uh, prayers be sent up for um, uh, my mother-in-law. Um, uh, prayers, oh, prayers sent up for um, the sister Wara Diet for her mother, uh, who, 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 that woman is a, uh, is a fighter. That, wo- that woman is, is not, not just Wara Diet, but her mom's is really going through it, um, has been in hospice for the past four months. Um, 
this is uh, prayers, Dr. Her, um, <clears throat> uh, that the Most High might might uh, continue to be with her, strengthen her, and 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 that His will be done. Um, uh, uh, prayers uh, so for a prayer request going out to uh, Sister Liz, um, uh, who, who's, who's battling cancer right now. Um, uh, prayers uh, request going out to. Uh, the brother Derek now in St. Louis, who, who just recently um, attended two funerals for two loved ones on this past weekend, <clears throat> that the most I might continue to watch out for the family, watch out for him, and, 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 and console, those, console them also. Um, and uh, uh, prayers to, to when most I send Michael and the angels, uh, Raphael and, and Allah and Elohim, to watch over, bless, and heal all of all. Um, of Israel, uh, far and wide, all that might be sick. Um, that we do in, in sending these prayers up, we, we we don't want to delay the coming of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shai. That we know that upon, upon His arrival, He's gonna He's gonna wipe away all tears. He's gonna take away all uh, uh, take away all death, take away all pain, um, and take away all sicknesses upon His arrival. But in the meantime. You know, we, we do want to make sure um, we're sending the prayers up. So that's something I do want to add. I'm I'm, I'm start trying to incorporate as I think about it and get a little bit more official sounding. A little bit more. Um, uh, and just throwing it out there. So and then if everybody send their prayers up, uh, please make mention of uh, some of these people in, in your prayers. As I, as I get more names, I'll definitely be adding them. Now, please don't forget um, the, the Sister Robin. Um uh, for things she's going through and with her mother, things, things that's going on with them and everything and, and her father. Um, and uh, prayers going out for to the brother Yama, um, who, who's going through a little something. Uh, at the most, I might be with him and strengthen him and through in the lion's den that he that he, he, he's he's in right now, in the in the um, in the fiery furnace that he's in right now. At the most, I can to be with him um, while he's going through the, the, the tribulation he's going through. And bring him out, bring him out good, bring him out nice, uh, with some fruit. Okay. So with that, brothers and sisters, um, the only announcements I guess I have also is, don't forget, sundown December eighteenth. Sundown December eighteenth is um, uh, the begin, uh, beginning of Hanukkah for those that are uh, with the uh, the Masra Yashala, um with the ISBHPK, that we will be recognizing Hanukkah uh, sundown December eighteenth through sundown December twenty fifth. Excuse me. Hanukkah being the feast of dedication, uh, some people call it the feast of lights. Um, that that it, it's a glorious time, and you and you can read about that uh, in Saint John chapter ten verse twenty two. That it is uh, recognized in in the New Testament, but you can read about its origins in the Apocrypha, right? It's in Second Maccabees chapter three, Sunday verse fifty four. Um, that it was uh, the, uh, the the temple got defiled. Um, by by the Grecians, um, by Antiochus specifically, that the brother the the family that has money and family, uh, the Maccabee brothers, uh, the Maccabee family actually came in, um, fought many battles, and they came back in and actually cleansed the temple, and rededicated the temple. Um, and it was a glorious time for us as Israelites. To, to also it marked the, the from Daniel. You read about the abomination, 
the, the desolation of abomination of when the heathen actually came into our temple and, and started sacrificing to their gods in our temple. Now, we as Israelites had, had defiled our temple also. Solomon even defiled the temple um, after he dedicated it when, when he got in his older age. But it was the first time that the heathen came in and actually started worshiping their gods in our temple. Um, and that, that, was, that, was, that was to let us know that we were really, really messing up. That was to let us know that we were really messing up. And that's what, again, is, is March in the book of Daniel. We read about the, the, the desolation of abomination is when the, the Greeks, Caucasians, went in and uh, uh, defiled the temple. Hold on one second, y'all. I got a brother calling in. One sec. Hello, hello, hello. Good bar. Good bar, Can you hear me, sir? Uh, now I can, brother. Now I can. Shalom. Yahabashim Shabrakatah. Shalom, sir. Yahabashim Shabrakatah. What's going on, brother? Good What's happening, bro? Um, a little bit under the weather. <laughs> um, okay. But I'm, uh, I'm I'm reaching out, kind, 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 to to help uh, get this feed the sheep. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. It's good to hear your voice and and uh, everybody. Um, as you know, I was just just uh, mentioning the, the prayer list, uh, adding people to the prayer list. As we can hear, the brother of our Kawhi is going to do something. Um, uh, a little bit under the weather, so please add him to, uh, to your, the, your prayer list also. Uh, Gabar, what is your mom's name? What is my mom's name? Yeah. Her name is Joanne. Joanne. So everybody, uh, I mentioned uh, Robin and, and, and her mom. Robin happens to be the sister of the brother Gabar Kawa. So um, uh, please add to your prayer list the sister Joanne um, uh, as, as they, they're going through some things and some trials and ups and downs. Uh, the most I just might, you know, reach out. You know, he might uh, uh, send, send Michael, Gabriel, Rathel, Uriel, and the, the Archangel of Healing, uh, Raphael, or Raphaela, to uh, watch over blessing and, and, and protect and guide um, and shield um, uh, everybody as, as we're going through these, uh, these times right now. Cool. So, Brother Kabar, um, where are we at right now? The, the topic that I'm, that I'm covering now is uh, biblical salvation. What, what is biblical salvation? And let's examine what what biblical salvation really is. Okay, so uh, yesterday we, we our anchor scripture was Second Timothy chapter three verse fifteen. I want to go uh, go back there if you feel my reading for me. Okay, Con, can you can you hear me, sir? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Second Timothy uh, chapter uh, three. Yes, and verse fifteen. And verse fifteen. Con. Second Timothy chapter three and verse fifteen reads, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Cool. So, again, we, we started going over this yesterday. Um, and I, I, want, I, want, I want to take this a little bit further. And just some of the key points in this particular scripture that, that, we, that we want to recognize and bring some light to, um, it says, and that from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. That we, we, we pretty much went over that part yesterday. That's what yesterday's class was about. But now, continuing on with, with the scripture, it says, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Now, I just want to go through, we're going to go through some scriptures now about um, being made wise unto salvation. That one thing in dealing with the Most High in Christ, especially as we have a lot of people now coming into the knowledge that we're the Israelites, um, you know, with, with the, some, some of the recognition that's being brought to um, our nationality, by the brother Kyrie Irving, by um, uh, uh, Kanye West, uh, and many other celebrities, and, and everything that there's, there is a definite awakening uh, taking place among the children of Israel. That that um, like it says in Hosea chapter one and verse ten and eleven, that uh, though Israel be as the sand of the sea and as the stars of heaven, that the time is going to come that we would not be called the, the sons of God, and for all the labels that that we've been given. Uh, since the age of conquest, since um, the arrival of, of uh, Christopher Columbus and, and Murder Incorporated in uh, 1452, um, or even the arrival of the Portuguese in, in South America to, um, uh, uh, well, not, they didn't arrive in South America, but they started slavery in, Port- in Portugal and Spain and brought slaves to South America. That um, all the labels that we've been given, Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, so-called Mexicans, um, Aztecs, Mayans, um, Apache, Arapaho, uh, Carib, um, uh, Bariqua, um, uh, Pueblo, um, uh, Comanche, uh, Dakota, that all the different names that, that, that we've been given and the labels that we have. Uh, Democrat, Republican, um, uh, from from a Greek society um, in, in college or university, an Omega, a Lambda, an Alpha, um, uh, that for all the different names that we've been given, um, Baptist, Methodist, Episcopalian, Seventh-day Adventist, um, uh, Muslim, Islam, or what, what have you, uh, Crip, Blood, uh, Latin King, Disciple, um, the Jets, if you go back to, um, uh, what, was the, what was the damn, that, 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 that movie? Um, uh, um, with, uh, you said with the Jets? Yeah, with Rita Moreno. I mean, going way, way, way back. Um, from in New York. It was the... Uh, oh, uh, the Crush... Uh, what was it working? Crush, 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 well, crush. We can go with Crush Groove. We can go with, go, go with um, you know, uh, or or even uh, you know that movie, um, the Warriors, the Baseball Furies, the, right. the uh, 
right. whatever the crazy names that we that we that we've all been under for 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 what have you, that we weren't called the sons of God, that we were called everything else but Negroes, coloreds, um, uh, spicks, wetbacks. We've been called everything but the sons of God. We've been called everything under the sun, but the, the children of the Most High. But now we're coming to a point where we're waking up to our nationality, uh, which has been prophesied, that we're going to go through a time of punishment, but we're going to lose our identity, but then it's going to be returned to us. Then the same place we were not called the sons of God, in the same place where our nationality, our identity is coming back to us and waking, and waking up. So with that being said, our idea of salvation has been spoon-fed to us by our oppressors. Our idea of salvation has been spoon-fed to us by the ideals, by the doctrine, by the education, by the perspective of the people who have oppressed us, of the people who have enslaved us, whether through it was their, their, their form of Christianity, whatever religion that might have been, or if it was um, their form of uh, political, um, financial, um, Give me one second. I'm getting a text in here, y'all. One sec. All right, time. That our idea of salvation uh, really has been spoon-fed to us through through the media and through our, our oppressors giving us their ideas of salvation. Whether voting for a congressman, voting for a president, voting for um, a, a senator. Um, and joining a union, uh, getting education, that getting going from a going from a place of, of being able to, to uh, read, write, and arithmetic, uh, signing your name with an X, basically in the third grade education, to now we're getting associate degrees, bachelor degrees, master degrees, um, uh, uh, PhDs. That that's supposed to be our idea now of salvation. Um, education is power, so. Um, or uh, being saved from 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 uh, the ghettos and the slums, from street life, uh, being saved from from what have you. That our idea of salvation has been spoon fed to us from the perspective of our enemies. But now, if we really want to understand God's salvation or biblical salvation, this scripture right here is telling us that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures that the only way we're going to get the true wisdom of salvation, we have to go through the scriptures. We have to get an idea of God. When God talks about salvation, we've got to study and now put it together to see what God's idea of salvation is. So I just want to go through some scriptures right now to try to help bring this point out that if we don't come in as a, as a child, we're not going to understand God's salvation. And a child is somebody who, who they don't have any preconceived notions about any topic. A child comes in and just learns. There's not an already a predetermined, well, I got an idea about what I think it is, and now I'm looking to hear what I think it is. A child is ready to, it's like a sponge, is ready to absorb, is ready to, to learn in order to get an understanding. So here, uh, we're about to go into this now, from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, 
and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. Now, obviously, we can't go back and, and, and physically become children. We know that that's, that's impossible. But let's, let's, let's go through some Scriptures now and get an understanding about this so that now we can start to get a, 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 a biblical understanding about what salvation is. And I'm, 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 I'm hoping this class is going to be edifying, not just for new people who might be tuning in, but also for those who might have been in for a while into the knowledge of, of, of the nationality, that now this might be edifying for us as well. Um, and again, this is, this is not to be condescending. This is not to put anybody down. But let's just kind of just walk through some of these scriptures, okay? Uh, from there, let's go to um, uh, Mark chapter 10, uh, verse 13. We're going to be Mark chapter 10, verse 13 through, um, here, through 16. So Mark chapter 10. Yes, sir. Mark chapter 10, starting at verse 13. Yes, sir. And it reads, And they brought young children to him, that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased, and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Cool. So I know a lot of people, especially coming from a, a, um, a, a church background, or quote-unquote Christian background, a pagan Christian background, think that this, they've, they've heard this before, this, this parable before, this, 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 this history this before, and Thing it's about the kids. Um, you know, one of the songs that that I, in the church I went to a white church. Um, my parents didn't go to a white church. It wanted wanted me to be more well rounded uh, in 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 my environment and and uh, with people I made friends with or what have you. But one of the songs that that we grew up with in the white church, and I'm sure it's in other churches also, is Jesus loves all little children, all little children of the world. Yellow, green, black, or white, all the precious in the sight. Jesus was all little children of the world. And from reading the scripture like this or being familiar, kind of familiar with a scripture like this, you might think that it's all about the kids. Um, but if we're reading this, the focus wasn't about the children. It was The focus was, was on the behavior of the children. So if we go ahead and read this again, if you don't mind, uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 13. Come Mark chapter 10, starting at verse 13, and it reads, And they brought young children to him, that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased, and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. So a lot of us are familiar with that right there. A lot of us are familiar with, with that part right there. That the, the the kingdom is for the uh, is for little children, but let, let's keep reading. Now, if we only stuck with that, stay with that right there, then if you are an adult, 
and just coming into, into, into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we're screwed then. If we were to just go with that literal saying right there. But let's read on. Let's get a little bit more understanding by reading on. Go ahead. Come on. Mark chapter 10 and verse 15 reads, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. If we don't receive, it says, Whosoever, um, uh, verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. So if we understand with Timothy, where Paul was trying to tell Timothy, from 2 Timothy chapter 3, 3, verse 15, he says, and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. Then now, if we don't really know the Scriptures and receive the Scriptures as, as a little child, meaning be ready to learn, know that you don't know. Know that it's something you need to be taught. Know that it's something you need to be shown. That, that, that there's nothing wrong with being guided. There's nothing wrong with being 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 being. It's, it's not a put down. It's not it's not a um uh uh. It's not condescending. It's not an meant to be put as an, an embarrassment if you don't know. Now, contrary to how how we've grown up in this world, to not know something in this world, you'd be made there'd be a mockery. You'd be made fun of. Um, might even be bullied. You might even be um um uh. Uh, just just uh, made fun of, made to feel small, uh, to the point where some people, uh, because of the ridicule and because of the mockery and because of, of the embarrassing um, things that because they didn't know, have been got to the to the, the to the verge of suicide. Um, just being be, being bullied, being picked on because I didn't know. Well, if we understand Hosea chapter four verse six. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6 tells us, God says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That God knows that we don't know his knowledge. God knows that we don't know. That when it comes to him, he says we don't have knowledge of him. We don't know our God. We don't really know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We know the God of, of if, if we went to business school, we know how that God works with the degrees and how, how, how to work the finances and the numbers. We know how that God works. If we grew up in the Catholic church, we know how the God of the Catholics works. If we grew up in a, in a Baptist church, we know how the God of the Baptist works. If we grew up in the streets, we know the power of the streets, what kind of mentality you got to be, how you got to worship, how you got to think, how you got to maneuver. If it's a, a job, we learn how, how the, the power of the job. I got to kiss this person's ass. I got to uh, uh, be like this or I got to be cold. I got to be what have you, what have you. We know and understand how to operate in those different environments and, and what kind of mentality we got to put on for those times. But now when it comes to dealing with the God of the Bible now, as we're coming back into our, the knowledge of who we are, we have to be like little children. We have to know that we don't know. So that we have to be more ready to receive and be more ready to hear what the scriptures are saying as opposed to having our own idea, as opposed to having our own opinion, as opposed to having our own, uh, our own knowledge. Remember, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 tells us to lean not to our own understanding. Don't come in like you already think you know something. For a person who thinks they know something, you can't learn anything. 
for first of all, things they are again, idea of how it is and what's supposed to happen, what's going on, and you can't be taught nothing, you can't be shown anything. The scripture says there's no hope of a fool than for you. Because even a fool will know, I don't know this, so let me let somebody show me. That means if I don't know something, I'm not worried about what a person thinks or what other people think. Oh, stupid, you don't know this? Oh, dummy, you didn't know this? Oh, you know, going back to like come up in, in, in school, retard, nerd, um, uh, Herb, uh, the jerk. That, that was even the movie that T. Martin put out. <laughs> that, oh, you're stupid. You're a retard. You're, you're, um, you're dumb. You're an imbecile. You're a doofus. You're a, um, a dunce. And it would really, really make, the, make the person feel bad. What are you going to say, Art? You're slow. <laughs> you're, you're, you're slow. You're brain dead. And from those type of, of, of insults, being thrown at a person, it'll make a person fake it to that. I'm gonna fake it till I make it. Then that I'm not gonna let it. Be, I'm not gonna let you say that I don't know something. So I'm a, that that leads to pride. That leads to to boasting. That leads to to um uh closing up. It, it, you, it can lead to a closing up also. Yeah, you you you, you close up. You you well, I'm not gonna say anything. Because if I say something, then they will know that I don't know. So I just, I'll just act like I know by not saying anything and won't be meek and humble enough to, to say, well, I, I don't know. Can, can, you, can you show me? Can you, can you, can you teach me? You, you know, being closed is directly opposite of being open. So as a child, you know, our, 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 our children are, are open to um, the teaching because you – know, you, I like what you're saying. I love what you're saying because and, – and, and I, don't want you, I don't want you to stop, but how many questions does a child ask in a day? I mean <laughs> – I'm talking about the toddlers. I mean, it's countless. <laughs> Daddy's just asking questions. Daddy, why is the sky blue? Daddy, why is that dog like that? Daddy, why is the grass green? Daddy, um, 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 <laughs> I think about Cat Williams when, when he was talking about he couldn't wait for his son to start talking, but nobody told him that once he started talking, he would, he would make his dad feel so stupid because it's just question after question after question. Uh, how come we can't see air? Uh, what's the cough look like? Um, uh, just, just question after question after question, ready to receive an answer and not just give an answer. And the embarrassment for Cat Williams, and which many of us have felt, is I don't have an answer. I don't know. But like for what you're saying, Gabar, we'll get to that point where we'll, we'll close up. And I'm not gonna say anything because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look stupid. I'm not gonna look dumb. I'm not gonna be vulnerable. That's what I was looking for. I'm not gonna let myself be in a place where I'm vulnerable. So 
I'll go ahead and be stupid. I'll take the L. I'll, you know what? I'll become a class clown. Or if it was like going back in school, I'll just skip school then. I'll just ditch. I'm not going to deal with somebody making me feel vulnerable, stupid, weak, dumb, uh, inadequate, incompetent. Um, I'm just not, I'm not, I, we're not going to let that happen. But that's the exact opposite of what Christ is telling us to do. That unless we come as a little child, I know I don't know. And I'm not, now, Christ told us this in uh, St. John 8.32, that you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free. A lot of times when we only use that scripture as we wake up to the knowledge of we Israelites, that, okay, I know the truth and I'm an Israelite, so I'm supposed to be free. Which is the beginning. That's the very first step, baby step, very first step. Cool. But in knowing the truth, if there's something I don't know, then I can be true about that, and I can be set free from the feelings of people are going to think I'm weak. People are going to think I'm dumb. People are going to think I'm this. People are going to think I'm that. But if I know the truth, no, I don't know this. There's no need to feel embarrassed. There's no need to feel I'm going to be attacked. There's no need to feel I've got to defend myself at all costs. I know the truth. This is something I don't know. This is something, and, and when we get to that point where we're so worried about how people look at us, we miss out. It says pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. I'm not going to give somebody the satisfaction of letting them think that they're smarter than me, of letting them think that they're over me, um, letting them think that, that, that they, 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 they got more intellect than I do. So we get to this point where we, we go through and put on so many facades and put on so much bravado, not letting somebody know I'm weak, not letting somebody know I'm vulnerable, not letting somebody know that, that I don't know. Again, when the scriptures tell us, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. The most I knows that we don't know. The most I knows I don't know. So if it's something I don't know, I don't have to feel, go through the American um, uh, experience of, no, I'm going to fake it till I make it, or, you know, I'm just going to lean to my strengths. I'm not going to let nobody see my weakness. Really feeling understand that now I'm being made even weaker. I'm being made even weaker because there's something I, the scripture, Proverbs 24 and 5 tells us a wise man is strong. The more somebody can teach me, the wiser I can become, the, the, I can make better decisions, that's going to make me strong. That's going to make me confident. That's going to give me strength. But when there's things that I don't know, and I've been, I've worked so hard to put this facade up and put this, 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 this front up, that I'm not dumb, I'm not, I do know, I am spiritual, I am strong, I'm what, what have you. We're always going to meet somebody who's faster, stronger, wiser, more, more, more eloquent. There's always going to be somebody that can outdo you in something. And then for many of us, our self-esteem is wrapped in that image. 
They're not, we're not being like little kids. As, I, as my wife is, a, is, a, is an elementary school teacher, you think about looking at, think about toddlers. How many toddlers will have like a runny nose and, and, and will keep running on playing and keep running on doing what they're doing? It's no big deal. They're not worried about how they look. They're not, they're not, they're not focused on people going to look at me this way or people going to look at me that way. They can really care. They can really give two thoughts about it. They're into whatever they're into. But it's when we, somehow when we get older, there's somehow now I got to make sure nobody sees me. I got to hide and, and behind this, 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 this avatar. I'll say it like that. I got to put this, 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 this false front up. I got to put this false whatever up. I got to put this depend on what I'm good at or what I'm strong at, and I'm not going to let nobody see anything else about me. That, that is preventing us now in having that type of mentality and that type of, of outlook that when it's time to learn things about God, it's time to learn things about Christ. Even when it's now time for us to learn things about ourselves, we put in so much energy into putting this, 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 this false front up that now I can't, I can't, like, like, the, like the, the, the wizard in the Wizard of Oz, I can't let nobody see behind the curtain. I can't let, let nobody see the real me, which really makes a person even that much more vulnerable. Because now the fear of somebody might find out. Somebody might now see me weak, vulnerable. Somebody might see that I don't know. And now I'm living with that terror. I'm, 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 I'm always looking behind my back. I'm always worried about this might come out, that might come out. Um, I might be worried about the, 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 the truth of I'm like this or like that or whatever. It might come out, and then my enemies are going to use that against me, and I can't let that happen. That, that, that mentality, brothers and sisters, is, is, is preventing a lot of people. It's preventing a lot of people from really understanding any of God's topics. It's preventing a lot of people from, from really understanding what God is presenting in this Bible. That, that a lot of people's understanding is darkened because of that, that feeling of I got to present this, 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 this image that I don't know. But that's going contrary to what Christ is telling us here in Mark chapter 10, uh, starting now at verse 15. Can we read it one more time on it? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Mark uh, chapter 10 and verse 15. And it reads, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. If, we, if we're coming in like we already know, then we're not, not going to be in the kingdom. If, I, if we have a preconceived notion about what salvation is, we have a preconceived notion about what the kingdom of God is, what it's going to be like, we're not going to enter into God's kingdom. We're not, going to, we're not going to really get it because what God is saying about the kingdom of heaven, but we're trying to insert our understanding. We're trying to insert our perspective 
when our expectation doesn't meet God's reality, a lot of people get offended. A lot of people get pissed off. A lot of people get dejected because they've built up themselves and built up this expectation in their own minds about how they think it's supposed to be or how it is, but it really wasn't based on God's perspective. We got a few words. We got a few a few scriptures, but we immediately inserted our own idea of what we thought it was saying, and we missed out on what God was actually saying because we had a preconceived notion. And that's one thing our enemies have made sure of. From, from, from going all the way back, again, uh, I'm in my 50s, going all the way back to, to Saturday morning cartoons, for the images that was put in, 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 our, in our minds from Saturday morning cartoons about what it means to be strong, what it means to be powerful, um, superheroes, um, uh, you know, uh, Superman, Space Ghost, um, uh, Batman, um, Shazam, that those images has, has done a lot to form our ideas about what the kingdom of God might be like, that what it's going to be like to be in heaven. Um, and this, growing up in the church, for all the white images of a white Jesus, of white Christians, of white angels, of white God, um, uh, just all those images of, of Jesus, this white Jesus floating on a cloud, that that formed or given us our perceptions of what we think the kingdom of heaven is going to be about. Think about Jesus floating down, the white Jesus with the blonde hair and blue eyes, floating down from heaven on a cloud. And, it's, you know, it's, in that depiction, it's always a sunny day. It's always a sunny day, and, and you almost might get the impression like there's some butterflies uh, on, like, on his hand. There, there's a couple birds <laughs> on, his, on his shoulders. Uh, there's a rainbow in the sky, and, and he's got that, that, that stoner hippie look as, 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 he's, as he's, he's, he's gently cascading down. <laughs> Am I correct, Doc? Is that is that is that not the impression? Todd, Todd, even even you know that's a perfect word, you know, cascading. <laughs> you know, no worries. You know, but. If we go back and I'll read the scriptures about how it's going to be, how the day of the Lord is going to be, the day of the Lord, it says it's going to be very dreadful. It's going to be a day of darkness. It's going to, it's, it's going to be a violent day. It's going, it's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's going to be all, all knees on the planet Earth are going to bow down and every eye shall, shall see him when this day actually occurs, when we actually read the scriptures. But from what images and what things have been placed in our minds from pagan Christianity by our enemies in church, in the world, in education, or what have you, that we really don't have. Those things are blocking the truth of the scriptures. Those type of images and those type of thoughts that have been implanted in us now are blocking the truth. 
their stumbling blocks that have now been set up maliciously by God's enemies for us as Hebrew Israelites now to not really understand the kingdom of heaven. And as I was talking about, you know, that image that we see of Jesus Christ, uh, the white Jesus with the blind hair, blue eyes, uh, uh, cascading down, coming down, that we forget the Lord's Prayer says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That as much as we've been given this, this pagan Christian idea that heaven is up in the sky, that when we die, we're going up to heaven in the sky. No, God's kingdom is going to be on this earth. These are some of the things that, that, that we, 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 we forget to connect because of the images and, and the perceptions, the false images and the false perceptions that have been spoon-fed to us for, for generations. That now to come back and actually read what the scripture says, again, there's stumbling blocks. There's mental blocks. There, 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 there's things that, that now as we actually read the scripture, if we don't come in like a child and receive just what the scripture is saying, we will automatically want to insert our own ideas, our own understanding, our own perceptions, our own feelings about what's being said, and that's not what God said. That's not what the scripture says. But we're bringing in the baggage from things we've learned or things we think we know, and that we're not coming in like, like a little child. We're not going to be, we're not, so then that's going to prevent us from actually receiving what the scripture is talking about. And that's why, again, from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, and that from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. That unless we come in, like Christ said here, as a child, in learning the scriptures, letting somebody teach, guide, direct us in the scriptures to help mold and get our minds perspective correct with what God is actually saying, a lot of people's, again, ideal of what heaven's going to be like, of what salvation is, it's throwed. A lot of people really do believe uh, or have the thought that when Jesus comes, he's going he's gonna to heal America. America's going to continue as the greatest country on the planet Earth, and he's going to pay taxes. He's going to pay off um, uh, uh, college debt. <laughs> I, I, I'm finally going to get the car I want, and... I'm, I, that for as many young men pray for a woman like Nicki Minaj, I guess she's going to clone herself. And now, <laughs> and now, now everybody's going to have a Nicki Minaj, I guess. <laughs> uh, either Nicki or... Uh... Little Kim, because you know you you remember the video uh, where she like became a doll. <laughs> right, that right, video? right, right. True, where true. I do. It was manufacturing her as a as a doll, because you know she was the epitome of, of a woman that we wanted. 
Right. Yeah. Or it's, it's going to be Megan Thee Stallion and yeah. Cardi B. <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and this 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 is what we're, we're, people are really having expectation about, but that's not what it's going to be about. And, and Gabon, I just heard this today as as I was putting this, uh, preparing class. I was listening to um, uh, a live newscast. <laughs> Does everybody remember all those small business loans that they took during COVID? That they received during COVID? If you if you got a small business loan. <laughs> During the time of COVID, well, guess what tomorrow marks? (laughs) Payback? Yes. (laughs) At at, at like 200% interest? (laughs) (laughs) And the only reason I'm laughing at that, brothers and sisters, is because Many many of us saw that small business loan. That was heaven. That was a blessing from God. Ten thousand here, twenty thousand there. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got six hundred. Hey, you know. Okay, for, okay, if it's six hundred. If it was a small business loan, the the government wants their money back. So for as much as, as the perspective perception for us was, oh, now I can go buy some food or a new phone or put a down payment on a car or whatever people did with that money, it was a loan. <laughs> Loans have to be paid back. So, for again, whatever we thought, our perception, in, in this case, what I'm trying to trying to show is how if we're not in these scriptures like a little child and letting our learning really come from the scriptures without, and not having a, a preconceived notion of how things we think things should be or a preconceived expectation, our understanding can really be darkened. It can really be darkened. Now, for everybody who did got got those those those, those small business loans, the government wants their money back. The government wants their money back. So, for as much as people thought that this this was this was God give me this loan so I could get me a, a, a big screen TV. <laughs> this was God give me this loan so I could, I could, I could uh, go on vacation or what have you. All right, cool. The government wants their money back, not the most high. Not God. So if we don't come in as little children, ready to learn, knowing that, okay, I don't know. It's okay for somebody to teach me, to guide me, to show me. 
so that now I can really understand what salvation is. When God talks about salvation, if we don't come as a little, a little child ready to learn, we're not, we're not going to get the wisdom. We're not going to make right choices. Now, let, let's back this up. Let's, let's back up this point with now Luke chapter 18, verse 7. Come on. Luke chapter 18. And verse 7. Luke chapter 18 and verse 7. And it reads, And shall not God avenge his own elect? No, I'm sorry. Luke chapter 18 verse 17. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Luke chapter 18. You're you're my chapter, but I called the wrong verse. Luke chapter 18 and verse 17. Come Luke chapter 18 and verse 17, and it reads, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. So, again, this was, so it wasn't just about the kids. It was about the Christ and Messiah saying, and if we don't come as little kids, we're not going to enter into the kingdom. So if you have a, an adult when I say adult, you feel you're grown. So most people feel that when they're grown, you can't tell me nothing. You're not the boss of me. You're not going to make yourself feel like you're over me, you're, you're, that, that, that you know something that I don't. So I'm going to out-talk you I'm gonna, or ignore you or uh, What you have to say is is of, of little or no value. I I, I got to put yeah I got to put more more energy into proving to you that I know something instead of listening for it. You know what I really didn't know that. I got to put more more energy into trying to talk to prove that I know something. Also, I'm smart too. As as opposed to, you know, like like, like people say. Why did God give us two ears and one mouth? So we can do twice as much listening as we do talking. We don't do that, though. A lot of us, because of how we grew up in, in pagan Christianity, um, uh, in, in the world, uh, to be saved uh, might have meant... Um, you, you were saved from, from drugs and alcohol, so, you, so your salvation wound up being sports. You were saved from, from, from uh, a dysfunctional family, so you went and got your, you worked on your education. So, so that means you were saved from this type of situation. Uh, you, you, you saw what type of relationships your mom and dad might have had with one another. So you came up with the idea of, well, I'm going to be a – homosexual. I'm going to get with somebody who understands me. I'm going to get with somebody who loves me. I'm going to save myself from this situation. I'm going to find a way to save myself from the things that I might be going through. Um, being in that depression, being in that low self-esteem. So I found drinking. I found drugs. Uh, if, 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 if it was me, I found porn. 
I'm going to find my escape to save me from these feelings, to save me from this um, um, this outlook. But that's not that's not me coming as a little child ready to learn what Christ says. That's not me coming as, as a little child ready to 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 get what Christ means by salvation, what the Father, what God means about salvation. Read it, please, one more time, Mike. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Luke chapter 18 and verse 17, and it reads, Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. If, again, just reiterating the point of what we just read in Mark. That if we don't come as as little children, whosoever, I like how everybody uses John three sixteen, right? Whosoever, whosoever, I right, cool. Well, here's another whosoever. <laughs> if we're not gonna come as a little child, we're not gonna see God's kingdom. We're not gonna receive God's kingdom. We're not gonna be a part of God's kingdom because what we're looking for and our own expectation. And our own outlook is different from what God's talking about. That's gonna have that 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 that's 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 gonna be uh how can two walk together except to be agreed? If I'm not seeing where God's really coming from when God speaks and when God talks, I'm gonna be the one missing the boat. I'm gonna be the one that misses the mark. So I, we have to strive now that as we read scriptures and we get taught scriptures, that we're not injecting our own understanding, our own perspectives, our own ideas, our own um, uh, expectations. We got to come in now and let somebody teach and show us like a little child. Now, I'm going to admit, y'all, um, because I, I, I've been a teacher, <clears throat> we have been teaching, but for as long as I, I've been teaching, uh, I used to get upset at young people. I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. At, at young people uh, coming to the class. And one of the first things I used to say, well, especially when I first got to Miami, was that after coming from let – let me back up a little bit. By the time I got down to Miami, I had been in the truth – I've been in, in, involved in this work for over 10 years, going um, from street speaking uh, from from New York to California, um, dealing with the upper echelon of the camps that we had established, dealing with the upper echelon even up in New York, um, Dealing with, with the generals, dealing with the leaders, dealing with, 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 with the elders in different situations, and getting down to Miami, now I was faced with being around young men that had just graduated high school. And what really got to me was and I kept expressing like that, and these, these brothers are so young. They're so young that 
for a lot of things that I was used to men already knowing, men already having an understanding about. Now I'm faced with young men who had a zeal and an eagerness to want to learn, but that was just it. They wanted to learn, but they had no foundation. They had no 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 life experience. Whereas I really got accustomed to dealing with men who had life experiences, dealing with men who who had some type of of, of biblical background, whether it be through religion or what have you. They're now telling and now dealing with such young men that had literally, I mean literally, just graduated high school. Far from being old enough, being old enough to, to drink, their idea of a good time was going to South Beach, parking the car, and just watching people walk by. I'm, wow. We having to really go down and now supply them with with the level of patience is what I guess I want to say the level of patience that I had to now dig into personally to now help bring and and nourish and 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 bring these men up and I made a lot of mistakes yeah I'm not I'm not gonna see and act like like I, I was perfect yet no far from it I made a lot of mistakes with those, with, with, with with them, not understanding, not even looking at this scripture correctly, like like with the understanding I have now, that that was the type of people the most I wanted. They didn't know, and they was ready to be taught. They was ready to be shown. They was they was they were they were like the scripture in Jeremiah three fifteen. I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. They were open and ready to receive. They had no preconceived notions. They had no. Um, uh, they were just ready to get taught, but they had to be shown. And then I had to be able to prove on a level that they could understand. I had to be able to make it relevant to them for where they were at and not just be at the level I was at in age, mature experience, what have you, but having to come back now and, and, and humble down in order to be able to feed them. And, and I made a lot of mistakes, brothers and sisters. I'm not able to sit here and, like I said, Trying to act like like and I'm still making mistakes, but in understanding, th- those are the ones that Christ wants. The ones who don't know, hungry, but don't know, don't have a lot of experience, don't have a lot of lot of lot of, uh, of, of anything, but they're open, ready to be taught. Ready to be, be, be shown. Th- those are the type of men the Most High makes great in his work. Like, like it says in 1 Corinthians, um, uh, chapter 1, verse 20, you see your calling brethren, and not many mighty, not many wise, not many noble after the flesh are called. But the Most High is called the weak and the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. That if we look at who the most high picks, it's that one who, who is, if you want to say the underdog, that one who doesn't know, that one who is foolish, that one who is weak, the one who is a nobody. 
That's the most, that's the type of person and spirit the most I want. That's somebody who's meek. Not that person who has a preconceived notion already of how it should be, how things should be done. You can't be taught then. You're not going to learn. You already know. That doesn't work with the most high. So uh, Luke chapter 18, verse 17, just reiterate it. Are you going to read it again, Ock? Yes, sir. Luke uh, chapter 18 and verse 17 reads, Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. From there, let's go to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 25 now. Let's go to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 25. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 25. And it reads, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. So here, here we have Jesus Christ again making, making some statements that might even seem profound. Um, it says, at that time, Jesus... Or uh, who who else to say Yahweh Shai answered and said, "I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise." Just in this statement right here, when a person thinks they know something, I know it's hard to compute, but don't you realize that that's when God hides shit from you? If you already know. That's when guys will hide things from you. You can't be told anything. Your sense of that person's sense of pride, arrogance, stubbornness, and at monumental levels, you can't be taught nothing. You know how they say a hard head make a soft behind. You, you, you. Oh, so you know already. You, you, you can't be shown nothing. You, you don't want. You can't let nobody show you anything. You, you got to do. You got to be. All right, cool. Go ahead. You think you already know? That's when God, according to what Yahweh Shai said here, if we, if we believe the text, if we believe the scripture. This is what Christ is saying right here. Christ is thanking God that God hides things from the wise. Because here specifically, here specifically, Christ is talking about things being hid from the Pharisees and the Sadducees, Israelites that thought they were masters at the law. They could not be taught anything. So when actually came to the most high, they, they, they were so far, they were keeping the law, but they were so far away from what the most high wanted 
and was talking about, they, they missed it. Cause they, but they couldn't be told a damn thing because they thought they knew. And these, remember, that's how Paul was. You all remember? It says when it came to the law, that when it came to the law, Paul said he was a Pharisee. Paul said when it came to the law, he was perfect when it came to the law. But in all that, who is he still not getting? Yahweh Shai. That's why Yahweh Shai told him what? It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. You, you, you're wrong. You don't know me. You, you're not, no. You're boasting and, 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 and prideful in how well you know the law and how perfect you are at the law. You still don't know the most high. That's why Paul said what? I count all things but dung that I might learn Jesus Christ, that I might learn Christ. Paul was taught by Gamaliel. For those that never caught that, that education, what that means, Gamaliel was such an expert and was so, so prestigious of a teacher. It'd be similar to going to not just a university today, but going to an Ivy League university. You have a you have a, a state co- a city college, a state college, a university, but then you got Ivy League. I guess like an Oxford, I guess like like a um, uh, an Oxford, a Cambridge, a Harvard. What's the difference of, of getting taught there, and or San Antonio City College? What's going to be the quality of education compared to San Antonio City College or ITT Tech Online compared to going to an actual Oxford, Cambridge, Harvard? Paul would be compared to being being educated at an Oxford, a Cambridge, or a Harvard as opposed to somebody just getting a, a technical degree from ITT Tech or something like that. TBI, PTI. TBI, I mean, it, 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 right. <laughs> so it says, in comparison now, Christ is saying, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you've hid these things from the wise. If you're already at a point where you think you know because you went to this church, you went to that church, you got this education, you know this, you know that, so you can't be told nothing. You, you, God's hiding from you. That 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 that's a, a a scary, humbling thought. All at the same time, come on. Didn't, didn't Christ tell us, "Blessed are the meek of the earth"? Meek is somebody you can be guided. You can be shown. You can be taught. And if we're not actually walking through the scriptures, we are not going to get God's idea about what salvation is. We're still going to be going with our own preconceived notions. So he says, one more time, um, uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 25. 
um, Matthew chapter 11 and verse 25, and it reads, at, the time, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. The most, the, the most High reveals his secrets unto men, women that are babes, that can be taught, that have no problem saying, okay, I don't know. I don't understand. I'm not going to sit here and act like I already got it. I already know what, what the deal is. I'm already on some level. The spirit of the Mosai can't work with you. Well, he can, but he doesn't. He chooses not to. He chooses not to. Unless we come like babes, ready to be taught, knowing that okay, I don't know, so let somebody show me. There's going to be a lot of understanding that, that a person doesn't get when it comes to the Most High Christ. They're going to get an understanding. They're going to walk away with their own understanding, but it's not going to be the Most High Christ understanding. They're not coming like a babe. They're coming like they already know because they're bringing in their experiences. I've been to church already. I've, been, I've, been, uh, I've studied metaphysics. Um, <clears throat> uh, my head is so into... Movies like The Matrix and, and science, fiction, uh, science Fiction, and I'm trying to bring all that into the uh, scriptures. I'm trying to bring all that to the Most High. No. No. At one point or another, the two are not going to mix. The two are not going to mix. From there, let's go to, oh, we're, we're in Matthew, right? Um, yes, sir. Matthew uh, chapter 11 and uh, verse 25. Cool. From there, let's go to Psalms chapter 8 and verse 2. Psalms chapter 8 and verse 2. Uh, <clears throat> Psalms chapter 8. In verse 2 reads, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. I love this scripture. But now to come back with this particular understanding and, and perception, it says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. Again, the kingdom of heaven is for who? Those who come like babes. Those who can be taught. Those who came in knowing, okay, I don't know anything, so let somebody show me. For that person who comes in that way, now when they speak, they'll be speaking right. Now their perception is going to be a proper perception because they let somebody teach them. They let somebody show them that now this is the right way of doing it, the strength. It says, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. 
that babe, it, this ain't talking about, oh, uh, see, my, my, my baby is so clairvoyant. The fuck you? No. <laughs> yeah, my, my baby um, uh, speaks eight different languages, uh, uh, plays uh, several uh, musical instruments, and is, is a child prodigy. Good for your babe. Your babe ain't going to tell me about the most high. But we'll take, we'll take instances like that and then try and use this scripture to see, see, that's a gift from God. No, no, it ain't. But the Bible says, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. And he's talking about an actual baby. Why, why do they call baby talk babbling? But now we, because we really don't understand, we read the scripture and now all of a sudden, yeah, see that baby said something. That means something. What? He's cold? <laughs> what's, it, what's it mean? He, he needs his diaper changed? It's a, it's a, new, it's a new genius level of, uh, of, of literal baby talk that they um, communicate with each other, um, at least. Oh, like, 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 like the movie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Baby geniuses. <laughs> you, I, I thought you would remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm still and trying to find it in the scripture. We get, we, we get, we get what? We get dumber the older we get. <laughs> yes. We in this society we get dumber the older we get. I'm still trying to find the scripture proof where it's where babies see more spiritual things than adults. I'm really trying to find that scripture because Paul said. I cannot speak unto you as unto spiritual, but uh, but uh, but as unto babes, because you're carnal. But now somehow babies see spirits. That's why you put a baby in a, in a high chair, and you're in the kitchen cooking, and this little nigga's throwing a fit because now he remembers he's hungry. If the baby's spiritual, then how come the baby can't perceive? <laughs> I'm cooking for you. I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to mock and, and condescend to anybody. I'm, that's really not my, the intention of me going over this and bringing these things out. But we, if we're not going to let, uh, if a person is not going to let somebody guide them, teach them, 
if a baby is really connected to the spirit and those spiritual things, then why is the child safety locks and child safety caps on 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 furniture, on cabinets, uh, on uh, why is why is a, a, a baby got to be taught how to hold a fork and a spoon if a baby is so spiritual? Or, or are we looking at spiritual be, being the Greek mythology that we might have seen from a cartoon, from an anime, from a from a, a, a kung fu theater? If we read the Bible, the Bible tells us, and what's that, Romans seven fourteen, that the law is spiritual. That to keep God's law, that's being spiritual. But now we got this, this, this thing going on that if, if I burn incense and wear all white and, and smell like either uh, nag champa, patchouli, frankincense, and myrrh, that now I'm being spiritual? No. Not when the Bible tells us the law is spiritual. And I'm only saying these things. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad or put anybody down. As much as I'm trying to really reiterate how important it is, we let somebody teach us what the scriptures is saying. We we let somebody guide us through the scriptures to help get our minds and our perspectives proper and not continue to lean on our own understanding, not even considering thinking about where did I get that understanding from? Where did that come from? That this is what I think it is. Did I let somebody teach me? Did I let somebody guide me? Or is all is it's just about me putting things together, particularly as we're dealing with God's salvation. That if we're not walking through the scriptures to really get an understanding about God's salvation, if I'm not coming through the scriptures like a babe to let somebody show me, to let somebody teach me, to let somebody show me how to put these precepts together, like a little child, to guide me, then my notion of salvation is going to be just that, my notion of salvation. It's going to be just that, my opinion about salvation. Just like for somebody else, it's going to be their opinion about salvation, but it's got nothing to do with God's perspective or declaration of what salvation is. So let me read that one more time. Psalms chapter 8, verse 2. Psalms chapter 8, verse 2, and it reads, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest fill the enemy and the avenger. And the enemies here is talking about those that don't. Somebody who's prideful is the enemy of God. I don't want God to teach me anything. I don't want, I don't, I'm not going to see it God's way. I'm not going to let God show me. I'm going to do it. What was Cain? How, how was Cain in the very beginning of the Bible? He bought, he bought what he thought was right. He, he brought what he perceived to be good. And did God have respect to it? No. 
So then God ordained Cain to go to who? Abel. Let Abel guide you and what's the right thing to bring and what's the right thing to do. But what did Cain do? First of all, he got mad and upset that he had to be led and guided instead of just being what? Humble. He got mad and upset that his perspective and his way of seeing things was not being respected by God to the point he killed his brother? What's going on with you, dude, that that you got that upset that you're going to just make sure the way you see it is you're going to force your way? And the more you forced it, the more God rejected you to where you got so mad you killed your brother? To where God now hates you forever? Damn. When Cain, it would have been just as easy. Just submit. Just humble down. Yeah, physically, he's your younger brother. So what? If the focus is about bringing something to God, if it's about giving a gift to God, an offering to God, then do it the way the man's showing you so God's happy. You get so caught up into it's your little brother. It's Abel. You're so busy looking at him, you forgot this is about making God happy in the first place. But you got so angry that your way of doing it, your way of seeing it was not accepted. You got to the point you slew, you murdered, you executed your brother. That don't make no sense. So in that same vein, we don't want to get to the point where I'm so wise, I know so much, and I got such an expectation, I got something in my mind that I'm at to the point where I can't be taught nothing, I can't be shown nothing. It's just about the way I see it. My only advice, if, if, if a person is willing to receive it, is good luck. Good luck. When Paul kept kicking against the pricks, must have been painful. We keep kicking against the pricks. And remember, what, even when it comes to Paul now, I, I like that. When it comes to Paul, what did Moses have to do to Paul? What did Christ have to do to Paul? Christ had to blind Paul. He had to physically blind Paul so that now Paul what, had to be led by the hand. Physically, you can't go where you want. You can't just get get, be, get mad and get up and just walk the hell out. You're going to fall over something. You're going to hurt yourself. Someone's going to guide you here, and you got to sit down and, and open your ears. You're going to have to sit down and now listen. If you're listening, then you can't be running your mouth, can you? 
You can't be talking about what you see because you was blinded. Paul had to become a babe and listen for all the knowledge he thought he had being a Pharisee. Now he had to come in as a straight babe and be taught. And he must have did a good job of listening because he wrote down near the whole New Testament. And then you go back and read that there was even things that Paul had to get checked on and corrected. When Paul, when Paul was, uh, didn't stress uh, Titus about being circumcised, and they had to go to, to Jerusalem, and then Paul got checked by the council. Are you teaching people not to keep the law? What's wrong with, what's wrong with you? Look, to show that you still keep about the multi's law, about about the law, you got to take the law, but you got to do the, the sacrifice of a Nazarite. You got to go through these, these things because you got to show that you're not telling people they ain't got to keep the law no more. What's, what's wrong with you? Even Paul had to submit to a council for as great as a man Paul became, as great of a teacher that Paul became, even Paul had to submit to the council. There's safety in the motive of the council. Ain't that what the scripture says? <clears throat> even he had to submit to a council and not lean to his own understanding. Even after he be, Christ revealed himself to him, he was blinded. He had to be led by the hands of Ananias. Was it Ananias or Barabbas or Barnabas? One of the two. But he had, the, the point being, he had to still submit. He had to get to the point where you don't know shit. Nobody gives a damn that you were a Pharisee and had all that knowledge and all that experience being a Pharisee. When it comes to Christ, all that meant nothing. You got to come in as a babe now and learn. Again, for Paul to say, I count all things but dung, we all know what dung is, right? Excrement. Boo-boo. Thanks, thank. Shit. Find me that scripture, right? Find me that scripture. I got it. It's Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8. Matter of fact, we got to start above that. Okay. 
Philippians chapter, you said two? Chapter three, and we're going to start verse four. Philippians chapter three, we're going to start verse four. Philippians chapter three, starting at verse four, reads, Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. So, so Paul's like, if anybody thinks that that they got that much more wisdom or, or things they can trust in, that now they don't have to listen, that they don't have to submit that to, to what the scriptures is really saying, he said, I got more than all y'all. If it's gonna be about credentials, it's gonna be about about um uh uh a, a pedigree. About why, about who should be submitting to who? About who should be learning from who? I got more than any of y'all could ever, ever try and come with. Go ahead. Todd, um, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 5. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel. He said, look, I, I'm so into this. I'm so, I, I'm so, I'm so Hebrew. I was circumcised the eighth day. What? Of the stock of Israel. My mom and dad grew up knowing they were Israelites. I didn't grow up as no damn Greek. I didn't grow up as no damn uh, whatever. Circumcised the eighth day, son. Of the stock of Israel. My mom and, my mom and dad, dad's Benjamin. Mom's Benjamin. I can, I can trace my lineage all the way back to Benjamin. What? No, what, what the blood clot? <laughs> what the blood clot? Right, exactly. <laughs> Reading on. Of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews. My parents were both Hebrews. They weren't speaking Greek. They were speaking Hebrew. My mom and my dad. I was a Hebrew of Hebrews. Go ahead. As touching the law. A Pharisee, meaning perfect. There was not one law he did not keep. Go ahead. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. You want to talk about somebody who's down for this truth, down for, for being in Israel? I was hunting Christians. Those that were talking about they was with Christ, trying to bring in some, some a blasphemy, a heretic, Something that was contrary to what Moses taught, I was down for killing them. I was a bounty hunter. Go ahead. Touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. Blameless. You couldn't for you cannot blame me of breaking one law. Go ahead. Seven. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Said, but. For, for everything that I thought I had going on, I had to let that, all that go so I might be able to win Yahweh Shah, that I might be able to win Christ. Go ahead. Yes, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus, my Lord. He said, for all that, that I th- thought I had going on, Paul said he had to let all that go just to get the knowledge of Christ. That for all that stuff he could have tried to hang on to, 
as proof that he was the Israelite of Israelites, that he was already blameless when it came to the law, that he was already that he had zeal, he, that he was that it was so much in his blood that he was he was a bounty hunter. He was hunting down Christians, those Jews that said they was about Christ. That he he could have hung his hat up on that so much. They said he had to let all that go just to get the knowledge of Yahweh to get the knowledge of Christ. He couldn't come in with, <clears throat> look, I'm already a Pharisee. Look, when it comes to the law, I'm already blameless. so what can you teach me? Look, I was already circumcised on the eighth day. My mama and daddy were Hebrews keeping the law. What you going to teach me? What you going to show me? What are you going to show me that I don't already know? But he said, for all that, he had to let all of that go, that he might get the knowledge of Yahweh Shai, that he might get the knowledge of Christ. Now, again, Daniel is the author of the New Testament. If this was the road and the pattern and the path that he had to take, do we think we're going to sidestep or, or go around that or, or not have to be involved with that? Then now we can just come in. Okay, now I find out I'm an Israelite, but now I'm still going to lead my life according to how I thought things were supposed to be? He had to let go of everything. We are just now calling ourselves Israelites, and now we think we're on some level? That I already know what salvation is. I already know what wisdom is. I already know me and Jesus have been talking my whole life. I never knew what color he was, but now I know what's color. So now all of a sudden, we, we still know each other. Nigga, what? Huh? That don't compute. Now when the Bible says God turned his back on us, now that you're coming back into the knowledge you know you're Israelite, doesn't deny the fact that your whole life up until that point, God turned his back on you. So you didn't know God. First John chapter 3, verse 4, verse one, two, 2 of verse 3 says, He that says, I know God, and doesn't keep the commandments, is a liar. We didn't know what day the Sabbath was. When we know God, didn't know nothing about Passover, Feast of Eleven Bread, uh, Feast of First Fruits, um, uh, uh, Pentecost, uh, Memorial Blowing of Trumpets, Day of Atonement, uh, Feast of Tabernacles, Hanukkah Purim. But we know God? Many of us were shocked to find out Christ is black, God is black. The angels are black. UFOs? Chariots in the Bible? But we know God? But we know? We know what? We know what? Paul had to take all his education, all that he learned, all that he knew, he had to dung it. He had to flush it down the toilet. Reverse it again, sir. Uh, yes, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I, I'm sorry. In order to gain the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
he had to throw everything he thought he knew away that he might actually get the knowledge of Christ. Go ahead, finish it, sir. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dumb, that I may win Christ. That he might do what? Win Christ. That you can't come in with a preconceived notion about anything and think that you're winning Christ. Here we have a man in Paul that knew he was an Israelite, circumcised the eighth day, kept every high holiday, um, kept the minor holy days of God from the day of Nicanor, the day of, of, of uh, Lord knows what. But when it came to a lot of it, he was blameless. But he had to let all that go that he might win Christ. We came in, we found out we Israelites, and now what we're going to let go of? I stopped eating pork. I stopped eating some shrimp. Well, since when I first came in and first got this knowledge, I was still smoking three packs of cigarettes a day. Calling myself an Israelite, still destroying my temple, God's temple. But I'm going to act like I'm on some level? I got it? I remember I called my mom. <laughs> I, was, I, was in, I was in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was like four hours uh, time difference between <laughs> Puerto Rico and Albuquerque, New Mexico. I called up mom. I got it. Stop going to church. I can't explain shit to her. I just said, stop going to church. I got it. Christ is black. I woke her up from a dead sleep. She was, boy, what? <laughs> got him. Got, got him. Got him. <laughs> I got him. Yeah. Wow. I'm only bringing these the, the type of things out, brothers and sisters, that, that if we don't come in like like base, like what Paul even had to do, our understanding is really going to be thwarted. Our understanding, like 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 Christ said in the parable in Matthew chapter thirteen, about the seeds that fell by the wayside, that you really don't have no understanding, but your understanding is darkened, or your understanding is choked by the cares of this world, or by other things entering in. And I, I really don't get it. I don't understand to the point where a person you know, gets offended that we, 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 have to, we have to make sure that we're coming in like a babe and still willing and able. Even, even, even Paul warned us in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 5. He said, at the time you ought to be teachers, you have neither one teach you again. One reason I love teaching brothers and sisters is not because I get to tell people what to do. It's for the things that I get to see about myself. It's for the things I, 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 I get, as painful as it gets at times. But I get to see things on, about, about myself. 
Romans chapter 2, verse 21. Can, can we get that real quick? Romans chapter 2, verse 21. Romans chapter 2, verse 21. Yep. <clears throat> Reads, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not. Wait, is that Romans 2? Is that Romans 2? Romans, oh, wait. I'm sorry. Romans chapter 2 and verse 21 reads, Thou therefore which teachest another, teachest thou not thyself? Thou that preachest a man should not steal, dost thou steal? This scripture here, I love the scripture. When, we, when a person is teaching, they're supposed to be teaching themselves also. Lest we be hypocrites. I can't be teaching another man not to be still, not to steal, but yet I'm stealing. I can't be teaching somebody that they got to work on this and they got to work on that, and then I'm not doing the same thing. So that's why I really do love teaching. Not because I get to be in control. Not because I get I get to, to to run my mouth. I really don't like running my mouth. But I like being I like being around other teachers. I get to be shown something that I didn't see. I didn't know. I I get to be a more complete person. I always remind that there's something else. There's more to it. I got to be reminded I'm a babe. There's still so much in the most high I don't know. There's still so much to being an Israelite that I don't know. From there, bro, let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and verse 18. And it reads, let no man deceive himself. If any among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be that he may be wise. Again, restressing, uh, reiterating, and yeah, I'm at the point, brothers and sisters, where yeah, I'm, I know I'm beating a dead horse. But really, trying to get this point across. Not only to, to y'all or anybody else, but to myself. That if I think, if a man, let, let, let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seem to be wise in this world, I know that I got this experience. I know this. I know that. I'm an OG. I'm, I'm an elder. I, I, I'm also from where I hate being called an elder. Not because I, 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 I'm uh, embarrassed or ashamed of, of my age, but I look at my teachers that those were elders. I don't see myself as those great men, as those great teachers, as those great leaders. I don't see myself on that level. And this is one of the scriptures I, that, that I personally fall back on. 
if any man among you seems to be wise in this world, I, I think I know something. I think I'm on, I'm on some level. The only one I'm deceiving is myself. That again, I'm, I'm, I can't read again for me one more time, bro. And I just give me the last scripture for today. Yes, sir. First Corinthians chapter three and verse eighteen. And it reads, let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. I'm, damn. If any man seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. Let me go ahead and take all this this thing that I think I know. Let me take this thing that I think I understand. Let me throw that away and let somebody actually show me and make sure I'm being guided the right way. That that I'm not just deceiving myself. Let me go ahead and, and, and admit the scripture is true. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If God says his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and I'm one of his people, then what's God's perception of me? God's perception of me is that I don't know what I think I should know. I don't know him the way I think I should. There's more I can learn about the Most High. There's more I can learn about Christ. There's more I can learn about myself. But if I'm already thinking I'm on some level, I'm seeing I'm seeing things that ain't nobody else seeing. It's time to slow down. It's time to slow, slow my roll. I don't want to be that 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 doctor whose only patient is himself. I don't want to be that. I want to make sure that what I'm seeing, I'm not the only one seeing it. Because then I'm deceiving myself. Ain't the most side deceiving me. It's not Satan deceiving me. It's me deceiving myself. It says, let me now go ahead and become a fool then. Because even a fool, ah, man, I was trying to get out of here. Let me get this scripture. Um, um, Give me one second, y'all. I want to find the scripture. Um, it's Proverbs chapter 17, verse 28. We can get that real quick. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 28. 
Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 28? Yep. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 28 reads, Even a fool, when he holdeth his tongue, his feet, I'm sorry, <laughs> when he holdeth his feet, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Let me read that one more time. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 28, it says, it reads, Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. So it says, for anybody now who, who is wise in this world, let him become a fool that he might now actually become wise when it comes to the most high. Meaning, it's time to hold your tongue. Let me, not, let me stop trying to profess what I know from being in this world, from living in this world. Let me let that go so that now I can let somebody teach me So I can let somebody show me. Especially, brothers and sisters, when it comes to if we're going to deal with the wisdom of salvation. If I don't come in as a babe and let somebody walk me through the scriptures to see what is biblical salvation. But I've already got this preconceived notion in my mind about what I think salvation is. I'm going to be a fool. I'm not going to get it. The scriptures are not going to make sense. And I'm going around looking for the expectation I have in my head about salvation. And that's not the salvation that Christ is bringing. And then my disappointment is going to be at an all-time high. My anger and frustration is going to be at an all-time high. My depression is going to be at an all-time low. James says that the most I resist the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Cool. So with that, uh, I'm going to end today's class with that right there. Brother Gabar, you got anything, sir? Um, just just one one scripture, um, the Galatians 6 and 3, um, where it says, For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. And I'm, I'm, I'm going off of the, the, uh, the first Corinthians 3 and 18 where, you know, a man is deceived when, when he thinks he knows something. So I'm just substituting that, that to believe that you are something and that you can't be told anything, you know something, know this, that you, you, you really know nothing. And from the first, from the first scripture that, um, 
that I that I came in on, uh, which is the 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 Mark ten thirteen through seventeen to to come in as a as a as a child, open, humble, an open vessel to 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 be taught. Because if you if you don't come in open, you come in with the attitude that you know everything, and um, you don't do what Paul did, which was throw everything away, flush it down the toilet, as you say. He counted it as dumb. Um, you'll you'll never reach, you'll never uh, uh, obtain salvation because That's you want the most high salvation, right? The most high salvation. Um, for for reasoning of you not coming in as a, as a, as a child and being willing to be taught what biblical uh, or what the actual Bible salvation or definition of salvation is. Yeah. Cool. Well, but this is, uh, we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap this, wrap this show up uh, for today. Um, the, uh, the other reminder is remember sundown December eighteenth. Sundown December eighteenth. Whereas let me see here. Today is Thursday, December fifteenth, year two thousand and twenty-two. So today is the fifteenth. Yeah, today's the 15th, so I guess that's Monday. Mo- uh, Monday sundown? Is that Monday? Yes, sir. Monday sundown, brothers and sisters, is the beginning of Hanukkah. Right? Uh, for those that are with the Mashra Yashra Allah, uh, please join us. Um, I know there's all types of events being planned, especially with the, um, the Brother Tazapa uh, at the event center that, that, um, it, that the Brother Bonabad uh, um, has put together at Rolling Ghost Mall. That there are events being planned. There are definitely events being planned. Every, everybody is invited. Um, uh, we're, we're talking about things like karaoke, karaoke night, uh, game night, um, uh, movie night. Um, just things that that as we're coming as what I love about our Hanukkah celebrations is we want to blow them up for our kids, and that the fact that Hanukkah this year happens to fall the week of. Christmas, the pagan holiday of Christmas, that for for those that first week, we can really blow up and and celebrate and bring some some joy to the kids, to honor, to cherish, to look forward to, and, and be given the memories of Hanukkah. That it becomes something that they look forward to as much as 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 heathens look forward to Christmas. Now, Israelite children and Israelites going to be looking forward to Hanukkah. So we really want to put a lot of spirit, a lot of effort into making sure that, that um, we're esteeming our children even better than, our, than ourselves. That, and, and remember, as Israelites, when we say children, we're not just referring to our own children, our own uh, biological children. Remember, in Hebrew, the word Abba or Amma not only means father and mother, but it also means aunt and uncle. Just like Ban and Banat means son and daughter, 
Barnabas also mean niece or uh, nephew and niece when we're dealing with the Hebrew. So it's a family thing, right? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. That we want to now come in, whether we have, if you have biological kids or not, we want to have as much participation as possible to make this as fun and enjoyable and and memorable for our kids. The same way that that the heathen and and uh, go all out for their Christmas, well, as Israelites, especially this this high holiday of dedication, that is supposed to be where we're dedicating the temple back to the Most High, where we as Israelites get a chance to rededicate ourselves back to the service of the Most High. And let, let's really put in to to this coming week. We should make every day like this, but this, 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 this coming week, which happens to be a high holiday of Hanukkah, let's go into it. Let's go into it and, 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 and make it enjoyable. Make it, make it, make it fun. Make, make, it, make it Israel. Right? Let, 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 let's put our effort in there. So with that, um, my name is Mishaba. My name is Kibar Kowal. And for the ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk, we'd like to say shalom. Shalom. Israel.